Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lauer and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. So, guys, a little bit of a somber weekend over here. Uh, Best old dog passed away. And I know probably if you've ever had pets before, you've had a similar experience, but uh, this dog has been around for, and you're not even going to believe me. I promise you, I'm not lying here. (laughs) I think I'm actually even being conservative with his age, but I believe he was about 22 or 23 years old. Again, I I promise, promise you, I'm not lying about this one. I know it sounds unbelievable. Um, I think he's the first dog ever that had nine lives like a cat. He probably should have passed away. Oh my gosh. I countless times that he's gotten beaten up when pushing up cows and everything. Again, beautiful border collie dog. Um, great cow dog. So, so loyal. Really was a part of the family for a long time. I mean, again, probably about 21, 22 years ago, my dad had actually found him at a team roping that he was at. There was a lady there that was selling little border collie puppies out of her trailer. Um, and he bought him and brought him home and surprised the family. <laughs> I just remember this dog just looked so ugly when he first brought him home. He was kind of mangly looking. I mean, the owner owners didn't really give him a bath or anything. So he didn't really look good. And I remember thinking like, oh man, that's kind of an ugly puppy. (laughs) But then he turned out to just be the best, most loyal, beautiful border collie. Again, he was a fantastic cow dog. So, so smart and just an awesome part of the family. Um, He would go everywhere with us, you know, in the back of my dad's truck, to and from school, all on family vacations all over. We'd drive, we used to drive from Arizona all, all throughout California making, you know, 18, 20 hour road trips. And he would go everywhere with us. He was just an awesome, awesome, um, animal. And, you know, he had some amazing stories, um, going out to ranches with us. Actually, one time he got lost out there and we thought he was gone. We thought he just got eaten. I mean, realistically kind of sad, but, um, we left the ranch. We didn't hear anything for, you know, about a week and a half. And our cousin called and said, Hey, we found rough. (laughs) He was sitting out at the house waiting for you guys to come back. So, I mean, again, that dog survived so many countless situations. I can't even tell you all the crazy stories of the things that that dog survived and how long he lived. It was just absolutely amazing. But it's kind of weird, you know, again, I'm sure a lot of you have had this happen. You uh, have an animal around for so long and today he's not there, you know. Uh, these last few, well, really, realistically, probably this last year, been having to take extra close good care of him and starting to feed him, you know, all the canned food and 
um, actually even chicken noodle soup and things that he could eat easily. And now, you know, this morning don't have to do that anymore. So kind of a bummer, you know, he was absolutely an awesome dog. Even took my high school graduation pictures with him. Like he was just a great part of the family. Um, so again, not to be super dark and sad or anything, but I was just kind of thinking about how this ties into, you know, our lives and especially with a financial planning aspect, as you know, that I like to do. So um, realistically, you know, if, at least for me, it was kind of a reminder that nobody makes it out of this life alive. I mean, <laughs> I really thought that, you know, there's there was going to be such thing as an immortal animal. I thought that Ruff was just going to live to be 80 years old because we've been saying for the last five years, oh, there's no way Ruff's going to make it through another winter. I mean, he could pass away any day. And then he just kept going. <laughs> he would just keep living on and on and he'd still getting up every day and running around and helping you feed horses and everything. So um, he just would never stop. So in my mind, it was like, wow, okay, I guess it is possible for him to pass away. And we all know where we're going to go. Nobody makes it out of this life alive. And that's not a dark and somber and like sad thing. To me, it's more motivating and uplifting and creates a sense of urgency. Because it's really easy to be in that mindset of, oh yeah, you know, my goals are so far down the road. I mean, well, I'm never gonna turn 60, 70 years old. That's that's so far away. Why do I even need to think about that stuff? And as a result, you know, your actions that you're taking today, your later self might not be thanking you for doing what you're doing today. So that's what it made me start thinking about. You know, what am I doing today? And what actions am I taking that's helping me get towards my goals? It just made all those goals that I am working towards feel a lot closer than they felt. You know, it, it, it makes you realize that, yeah, maybe 50 years down the road isn't that far away. Maybe your goals are only 10 years down the road. It seems like it's so far away that there's no light at the end of the tunnel that why am I even doing all these things? Well, one day they're going to get here. You know, whether we like it or not, we're going to hit these ages. We're going to hit these timeframes of when we're working towards these goals. So the question is, are you preparing for them right now or not? You know, for me, it makes me realize and just have a reminder of the reason why I love this industry so much and the reason why I love helping people create financial plans and I love helping people find clarity around their goals and, and working towards a game plan of how we can help them achieve those goals. Because again, I want your later self to thank you. I want you to get to a point where you say, okay, I made it. All the hard work that I put in. There was a reason that I was saving into my Roth IRA. There was a reason that I was investing this certain way. There was a reason that I was working on my budgeting. It wasn't all just so that, you know, my bank account can get really big and I can take screenshots of it and post it on social media or or brag to my friends about the crazy amount of shares I own in this mutual fund. That That's not the point of building the financial plan. The point is so that you can go do all the things that you want to do. You can live the life that you want to live and you can feel that everything you're working toward, everything that you're working towards has a real purpose. You know, when I talk to people about their retirement lifestyle and retirement's kind of a weird word now, realistically, I don't hardly talk to anybody that says, Hunter, I want to quote, you know, really retire, just kick my legs up in the sand, sit by the beach, drink a pina colada every day and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> that, that conversation doesn't normally happen. Normally what the person will say is, yeah, you know, I'd like to get to a spot where I can work if I want to, not because I have to. I'll probably always do something. I'm a little bit of a busybody. I enjoy doing something something and working. So I'll always have some sort of a side job. But if I just want to take off and go on a three month vacation and hang out with my grandchildren, then I want to be able to do that. No questions asked and, and no problem at all. 
you know, if you sit and think about that for a minute, everybody kind of has an idea of what they want to do in the future, even if it's really far away. I mean, maybe you want to just be able to play a lot of golf, do a lot of fishing, go hunting, hang out and watch a lot of movies. I don't know what you like to do, but everybody has at least a picture of what their life might look like later on and what they would enjoy doing. But then when you actually start about taking actions towards working towards some of those goals, then all the negative thoughts can come in. Oh, you know, yeah, that sounds good for other people, but that'll never work for me. I'll never be able to achieve those goals or I'm not ever going to get to be that old. I mean, what's the point of saving for that? That's so far down the road. Well, again, like I said, I thought that Ruff was going to live forever. <laughs> I thought, again, the first immortal dog, he was going to be famous. Everyone was going to know the 80-year-old dog, and he happened to pass away. We're all going to get to this point in our lives, whether we like it or not, when we're going to reach this time frame that we're talking about. You know, next year is going to come. The year after that, we'll be here. All of a sudden, it could be 2025. And maybe we reach that point and you say to yourself, man, if only I would have started working on this three years ago, I would have been so much further ahead. And then another three years goes by and you say, oh man, if I would have started working on this six years ago, imagine where I'd be today. Well, what's the point of that? Why not start today? Start working on these things now. The only better time to start working towards your goals than yesterday is the present hour today. So to kind of wrap my thoughts up about this for you guys, I mean, I guess one of the main, main things that it made me think about was the whole point of financial planning, right? Because we can get so deep into the numbers. What are these cash flows going to look like if I invest X amount into all these different accounts? And what are the tax consequences going to be? And how big are my account balances going to be? And how much of a tightwad should I be in saving? And how much should I spend? And how can I lower my expenses and be best in my budgeting? And all of that is well and good. Trust me, I love that part of it. And I love that part of building the plan for people. But again, there's a point to doing all this. There's a reason that we have these conversations. The points to set yourself up in a position where you can have the experiences in life that you want to have. You can live the lifestyle that you want to live and you can be generous towards helping others along the way. So that's what I took away most from rough passing away. It was a reminder of why I'm taking the actions that I'm taking in my own life right now, of why I lead and advise my clients the way that I do. And it just provided clarity of my personal goals. They don't feel as far away now as they did before. So as always, guys, if you would like help talking about your financial goals and building out a game plan to make sure that we reach them for you, you can head over to my personal calendar at hunterlowry.com and schedule a one-on-one -on -one strategy session with myself. I would love to get to meet you and hear more about your financial goals. And with that, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care. <laughs>